The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon once again <clears throat> on this Friday at 106. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. If you have Alexa, <clears throat> you could just say, Alexa, please put on WNRI. And boom, there it is in crystal clear audio or tune in radio app. Uh, they're both simple radio app, very easy. Just search WNRI. And I will uh, pop up. But then you can always uh, visit the website, dpetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And um, the uh, website, by the way, folks, is brought to you by, uh, don't forget our friends at uh, Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. The 24-hour emergency service, the difference. Um, plumbing, heating, and uh, AC service. R-E, Coogan Heating. That's at dpetro.com. Well, it is September 11th. And I will talk about the situation. In uh, there's a there's a terrible situation that's going on right now with the schools, terrible. And it's 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 greed and selfishness. The fact that these teachers union folks don't fall for it has nothing to do with building safety. It's about money. They want money. It doesn't make any sense. But it is September 11th, and I want to go back through the events as they unfolded.
Petro on this uh, September 11th. My goodness, that is just uh, so haunting. But I also like to um, <clears throat> bring us back. And then it was, well, to me, everything changed when the president, well, President Bush, as many people have said, he really became the president that day when on the Friday he went and visited Ground Zero and he had the bullhorn and his arm around the old firefighter and uh, I want you all to know that America today America today is on bended knee in prayer for the people whose lives were lost here for the workers who work here for the families who mourn, this nation stands with the good people of New York City and New Jersey and Connecticut as we mourn the loss of thousands of our citizens. I can hear you! I can hear you! The rest of the world hears you! And the people... Folks, that is the spirit. That is the spirit to me that you hear at a Trump rally. That is the spirit. Was I, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. September 11th, make it count, make today count. 
But that is the spirit that I hear when I'm at a Trump rally. I don't hear people. I, I, I am just I have no patience for these people that try to tell you that, you know, we're actually not a great nation. And America is really just a bunch of racists. And, you know, good, good. Let these things happen. Let's burn the cities. And just uh, I, I. It's unimaginable. We are dealing with a different enemy. We are dealing with an enemy that to me is even, it's internal. These people that Antifa, the far left, the progressives, that that is our new enemy. Don't tell me about the peaceful protest. Don't tell me, well, you know, let's remember we're all Americans. Excuse me, I, I, I question if they are. Not the way they talk about the country. And, and the spirit you just heard with President Bush that Friday at Ground Zero, September 11th was a Tuesday. He arrived that Friday. And I remember sitting there watching it, carrying it live on the radio. That is the spirit to me that you hear, as I said, of Trump supporters. Don't listen to these progressives, folks. Don't. It's brainwashing that's going on. I, I, excuse me, I watch these protests at night. Those are not proud Americans. Those are people that want to burn this country and destroy it. And they're trying to do it from within. And our mission is we have to stop them. Now, with that said, I also would like to keep you healthy. And someone who I just admire, I'm going to get her on the phone right now, is my my friend Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road. You call her at 305 There she is. Is that my friend? There she is. Is that my friend Marie at It's My Health? It is. Hi, John. How are you? I am very well. Marie, I want you to know I love getting email from listeners that thank me. They say, it's, you know what, it says the same thing. I've driven past that old white church a bunch of times. I finally stepped in, and it's incredible what's inside. And so I'm so happy. And you are so passionate about your beliefs and trying to keep people healthy. Well, I have to say to your listeners, to, to the people who have come in, it is a joy to meet all these like-minded people, number one, and to be able to help them and talk with them. And it's just, it's really been grand. I'm loving it. Marie, your service, knowledge, helping people. Um, I, I, I just, I had this mother who was overwhelmed the amount of product you have for children's vitamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to service all people. So we have, you know, for babies, for children, especially now, you know, focus, attention, vitamins, vitamin D, zinc, you know, all of those things that we need. And, you know, adults, um, seniors, men, women, we, we just try to help everyone, you know, with such a stressful time for everybody. So making sure that, that we have the right nutrients, you know, that we're taking care of ourselves is so important right now. I love also the, you have incredible local products obviously the great acai berry with our friend angelo but uh that that's not the only local products you carry marie 
Oh, absolutely not. We're always looking for really good local products, and, and it is amazing how many creative people there are in, in our state and in the general area. We get some really, really cool products. Touch on the uh, honey and maple syrup that you carry and even the bee fresh gum. Mm-hmm. So the honey is from Betty Mancucci's farm in Glendale, Rhode Island. So her dad was a beekeeper, and then she took over when he had passed. So she's been a beekeeper for many, many, many years. And I swear her bees must love her because she always has a lot of honey. And people who, who buy her honey, and I use her honey, it has an amazing flavor. Like you can tell these, these bees are healthy and vibrant and, and free, you know, to travel all over the place. The maple syrup we discovered, um, you know, in Menden just, just a, a year or so ago, just a local little place. Um, this guy has been doing this for a few years and it's, it's wonderful. So nice to have, to have that local maple syrup. And he even infuses some, um, in cinnamon for him and vanilla for his wife. So we have people who debate which one they like better. <laughs> it's uh, it's and he makes his own of uh, the sugar candies, the wow. people sugar candies. He makes them himself. So those and those are popular. People come in to get those all the time. Folks, we're speaking with Marie at It's My Health, ten ninety nine Menden Road in Cumberland. You call her at three zero five thirty five eighty five. But Marie, what also is your wall of the herbs, teas, and spices is just something to be seen. That is an incredible selection you have. Yeah, we have hundreds now of uh, herbs, bulk herbs, bulk teas, bulk spices, and box teas as well. But the um, bringing in the bulk that we did um, a few years ago really has been helpful for all of the local herbalists. You'd be amazed how many people make their own tinctures, make their own teas, their own um, lotions. So they love... Um, they love our selection, and it's always expanding because people come in and they're looking for something in particular that I that I don't have or I may not even know about. And I'll find it for them, and I bring it in, and then it's on the shelf whenever they need it. And I love this is amazing, folks. Also, that um, and this is relatively new, but well, somewhat new, but just all the hemp and CBD products that are available. Yeah, you know, thank God the uh, the government finally got itself together and and made hemp legal and didn't didn't keep it connected to its uh, its wicked sister, you know. Right. <laughs> it's uh, it, you know, and they can't take it away now. It helps so many people with so many things, and the variety of ways to get CBD um, in. in to our bodies is is great and everybody can benefit because it just helps with all of the systems in the body so yeah it's wonderful to have to have um cbd products and from great companies companies who've been doing it for a long time and the quality you know that that we get we're very i'm very fussy i talk with people i do research so the companies that we carry we know use the best of the best and usually they're the ones who control from seed to oil 
And I want people to understand that it's my health. And we're talking to Marie, but it's a full collaborative. I mean, I've had as Marie, I've had folks. We've had Lisa Wood on the reflexologist. My wife went to her. Lisa helped her tremendously. She had a back problem. And Lizzie Choquette with the massage therapist. My God, it is. It, there are so many different things. Now, who else? We're going to meet someone else at It's My Health coming up next week. And that is the. You also there are Pilates as well. Yes. Uh, Peggy Normandin has been teaching Pilates for many, many years, and uh, she has her studio with us. We collaborate together, and she she offers a number of, of classes. So there's in-person classes, group classes. She also does private. She does semi-private classes, and she's because of the, the virus mess, you know, that we have, she had to figure out while she was shut down, how do I continue to, to bring classes to these people? So she expanded into doing virtual, and now she has a virtual following. People who had moved out of the area who now have memberships that just do the virtual. So she's really expanded, and she really knows her stuff. I do her Buff Bones class, which is on Mondays, and that's really good for preventing osteoporosis or for people who have limitations. It helps with balance and strength and, and just, you know, core strength. I just, it's, and it's a fun class. We do cool things. We're speaking with Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menon Road in Cumberland. Marie, what are your hours for today and tomorrow? Today, we're open until 530, and tomorrow we'll be open from 9 to 4. Marie, thank you for all you do. Keep up the great work, and we will talk to you again soon. Thank you, John. Thanks for all you do. All right, folks. There it is. Um, thank you, Marie. Our friend, It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She is so terrific and uh, just so knowledgeable. Right now it's one twenty-four. Good afternoon everyone. It's uh, John DePietro. Remember weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website DePietro.com. We're going to talk with my gun guy coming up. Folks, the more we hear about defund the police, the more they talk about I, I, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm frightened at the, I'm just frightened at the thought of Biden getting elected. We're going to lose the country as we know it. And if you're wondering about uh, President Trump and his chances in our area, I, I highly suggest instead of just going with your gut, log on at depetro.com, the website, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and then you can see for yourself. I did write a story and what is involved for President Trump if, in fact, he's going to win and what it's going to take to get him to win in Rhode Island. Now, a couple of reminders. If you're looking for some delicious food, not a, uh, every single week I hear from people that visit our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Check out Ron and Melissa, their Facebook page, food, cafe, bakery, coffee, and delicious calzones, pizza strips, sandwiches, everything fresh. And on top of that, the Trump chocolate donuts, the Trump cupcakes, the Trump soda, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, today is, of course, it's Friday, September 11th, the anniversary of September 11th. Some other things I did want to touch on. I mentioned New York Post had a story inside the privileged lives of the protesters busted for rioting in Manhattan. The revolutionaries, the comrades, wealthy Upper East Sider, Clara Clobber. Had their mugshots put out. They were cuffed during a protest organized 
by and they, that that's a dangerous group. This uh, the new Af- African Black Panther Party. They were the ones, folks. They were supposed to come to Providence, and Mayor Alorza was going to welcome them to Providence. And then when we broke the story on DePetro.com, they they canceled. But they were cuffed during a protest organized by the new Black Panther Party and the revolutionary abolitionist movement condemning the death of Daniel Prude, died custody of the Rochester Police Department. So aside from her, the redheaded daughter of an architect, child psychiatrist, second home in Connecticut. Five of the red- folks, they're all height of hypocrisy. One of the protesters, 30 years old, grow up, charged with rioting, possession of graffiti instrument, freelance art director. Designed ads for Joe Coffee's also worked for Pepsi, Samsung, studied fine arts, Florida State College in Jacksonville. Also has a uh, a nice recent address, stately home on Reed Island Drive, Beacon Hill. Uh, Adi Saragovich is a student at Sarah Lawrence College, Great Neck, Long Island. Another one lives in Washington Heights, charged with rioting, appears to be a signed model with the We Speak Agency. Has the ability to jet from Montreal, Quebec, Dublin, and decided to then go to New York to pursue a career in acting. According to the media profile, these are the so-called activists that were all protesting against the police. What an absolute disgrace. But I want to mention, though, the other story, folks, I want to mention, don't fall for this talk. This is wrong that that school district, Bristol Warren, nope, we're suing the state. We're not going back. That is a disgrace. Folks, these are union games that they're playing They should be back in school. Teachers Union files suit to delay in-person start at Bristol Warren. Bristol Warren uh, percentage as far as the virus is concerned. And again, good afternoon. It's John DiPietro. It's 128 on this uh, Friday, September 11th. (coughs) Bristol Warren, the percentage is under 1%. Bristol Warren Teachers Union sues to stop school from opening on Monday. What a disgrace. Those kids belong in the classroom. This is all a tactic. They're putting it forward. And who is it? NEA Rhode Island. It's filed late Thursday. Nope. This business of healthy and safety inspections. It's preposterous. Folks, they're trying to stop all of the schools from going in on Monday. That's what it's about. All of them, not just them. As soon if they can get that one stopped, the rest of them are going to stop. And what is this about money? I've told you this is about hazard pay. Now, one of the things that was supposed to happen that I think is interesting: the Providence Teachers Union had considered joining the suit, but they removed the union from the suit Thursday. So I don't know what's going on with that. Well, we're doing our due diligence. So Monday. Massachusetts, they came to an agreement. They're going to be back. Connecticut's already back. Nope, not Rhode Island. No, Rhode Island, they're going to fight. They don't want to go back because they want more money. Don't put up with it. Teachers union lawsuits says they lack required state inspections. It's all a bunch of foolishness is what it is. It just is. What a disgrace. Then clean it up. Then set it up. Bristol Warren, they don't even have a virus problem, folks. They don't. This is about hazard pay. 
they want more money to go back in the classroom. That's what it is. And the media should call them out on it. The media knows that. Don't play dumb about it. Know exactly what it is. But don't put up with it. Again, depending on your district, if your children are not going back in person, you, you, I, I'm sorry, listen, you have to get active. You've got to be involved. You need to contact your school committee. You need to contact the superintendent. Children belong. Folks, it's safe. It is safe. Listen, wash hands, wear a mask, and distance. And, and if they really wanted to, a lot of them could be outside. I'm sorry, they don't want to. They could be. They could be outside. They could be, listen, some element of it. Two, three days in school. Be good for the children to be around their friends, be with their peers. You know, some people ask me, there's a protest tomorrow at the state house about let the kids play sports. Well, before they play sports, they need to be back in the classroom. I, I'm not going along with this foolishness that, you know, the, this business of the kids are, they want to, you know, they want them to play football. But they're not having them back in the classroom. I mean, it, so you have some teachers that are coaches that are going to be going to doing distance learning. And then they'll go to the school and coach the play. I mean, it makes no sense at all. But we know what it's about. I'm telling you right now, 131. It's about money. They want hazard pay. They want hazard pay. All right. I want to find out. Let's find out. Let me get my gun guy in the line because I want to find out exactly what he's got for uh, ammo and uh, and everything else, uh, folks. Because you you want to make sure that you have everything you need in order to protect yourself, especially as they talk about defund the police. So, is this John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies? Yes, it is. All right, folks. That's my gun guy, folks. John, you're on the air, folks. Exit two A. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at 727-1716. John, if you don't mind, I'd like to just go through, give people an idea of inventory. What do you have for firearms, ammunition, uh, everything that they can expect right now? Okay, so, you know, just like we've talked about before, things continue to be extremely tight uh, in the market. Uh, so I did get a small amount of some 9mm and 45 uh, auto range ammunition, but it's going fast. I've had to impose a limit of two boxes per person per day in order to try and keep just a few people from wiping me out completely. Um, as far as firearms, uh, I do have some uh, I, I do have some AR-15 rifles and pistols coming next week. Wow, um, all right. Yeah, I managed to get my hands on just a few, not many, but but some. Um, still not seeing much in the way of, uh, of of any used stuff coming through. So if you're, any of your uh, listeners out there, they have any uh, you know defensive style uh, firearms that they're not using and don't plan to use and would like to uh, turn it into some money, please give me a call or bring them on down. We'll be happy to give you a quote, and um, I'm sure you'll find my offers to be very fair. Folks, we're speaking with John Francis, who is the Defender of the Faith, Second Amendment Headquarters, his competition shooting supplies, exit 2A, off of uh, 95. And, uh, John, boy, it's incredible. The demand just seems nonstop. 
it, it is. And in fact, I had, uh, I've had a number of people in the last couple of days that have been in here literally begging me to sell them larger quantities of the ammo that I got in. And I, I, you know, I'd love to, but I just, I can't, I don't know when I'm going to be able to replace it. Yeah. Wow. The prices, the prices are escalating significantly. Uh, so it's been about a month or so since I had a supply of nine millimeter range ammo like this. And my cost went up $8 per box. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, some people I've been talking to, uh, there's a big demand for 380 caliber ammunition. A gentleman I spoke to yesterday had found some online, but they wanted, um, you know, $100 for a 50-round box. And what does that normally go for? Normally, a 50-round box of 380 range ammo would be 18 to $20. Holy cow, boy. The yeah. demand is just unending. And John Francis, I think, and again, folks, we're sweet John Francis, my gun guy, competition shooting supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John, I think it's going to be like this through the election, because who knows even when that's going to be settled. Yes, and uh, frankly, my suppliers have been telling me to uh, try and stock up uh, as much as I can leading up to the election and for afterwards. Uh, they're they expecting a lot of civil unrest. Oh, yeah. Uh, either just leading up to or even after, no matter who wins. That's right. Well, and especially, I was on the phone with Washington yesterday. Now, think of this. Uh, our primary was Tuesday, just Rhode Island, and they didn't have the results till end of day yesterday, Thursday. So a national election with all the different states and the counties could be weeks. And then you're going to see that's exactly right. There's going to be civil unrest and protests nightly waiting for the election results. John Francis, this is the time for people to get ammunition and firearms and be prepared because either way, all hell could break loose. There is certainly that possibility. I, I certainly hope that that does not happen. Uh, I'm definitely seeing another uptick in new folks coming in, taking their blue card test. So uh, my advice for all you listeners out there, if you've been on the fence about thinking whether or not to uh, take the plunge and, and purchase a firearm uh, for, you know, keeping the house for protection, uh, don't wait anymore. Now is the time to do it. Uh, you know, even if you, you know, you don't have to come to me, go to, you know, whatever local store that's closest to you, take the blue card test, get as much training and instruction as you can in the safe, uh, use, uh, of that firearm and, uh, and just be prepared. And just one other note I want to put in, John, and, um, people need to understand though, I mean, the facts are the facts, Tuesday primary day. A lot of progressives in Rhode Island won their primary, and their main objective, they want to, A, take weapons out of Rhode Island, and B, they want to defund the police. Can you imagine the effect that will have on the regular citizen? Um, yeah, it'll be devastating. Yeah. It'll literally be devastating. And in fact, uh, my sources up at the state house uh, have telling me that they are, uh, they haven't, we, we, we haven't even had the November 3rd election yet, and they're already, already in the process of having bills, anti-gun bills, ready to go. Yep. Uh, for the moment they reconvene in January, and, uh, you know, they want to, uh, they want to increase the waiting period to as much as 30 days. Yes. Um, they, they're certainly looking to ban 
all the AR-15 style, oh, yeah. uh, and anything militaristic in their view. Uh, they want to ban all the magazines over 10 rounds. And uh, as uh, we've seen in a lot of videos uh, about the rioting and the looting, uh, if you don't have a high-capacity magazine, you're, you're going to be in serious trouble if something like that happens to you. That's exactly right. What are your hours for today and tomorrow? Folks, he's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. Remember, take exit 2A off of 95. John, great job. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, John, and everybody out there, vote Republican. (laughs) Right. Thank you, John Francis. Folks, there he is, our friend John Francis, right here on the John DePietro Show. Now, right now, it is uh, 138. Now, think of that. And he's not wrong, by the way. John Francis is not wrong with the agenda that they want to put forward, the agenda that they want to put forward, the progressives at the state house. That's why you heard me. I, I had on Scott Zambarano, folks, we need <clears throat> we need people that are willing to get involved. And this is a battle that we are in. And I also want to strongly encourage many of you get involved with some of these local elections my God, get involved with some of the local elections. I mean, listen, I want to see the president reelected as much as you do. And, and I think that the effort that the Trump people are putting forth in a lot of the battleground states, in the suburbs, folks, we just have to hope that the people are going to do the right thing. It's tough, though. It is notice it's daily onslaught, bombshell book, bombshell book. Blah, 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 all negative, all trying to, you know, isn't it also amazing how a lot of the protests suddenly have paused? Why is that? The president was gaining ground. Suddenly, a lot of the protests have come to a halt. You'd almost think that it was an organized fashion. Faction, I should say. Right now at 140 on this Friday, September 11th. Folks, it's brought to you by Henry Oil. The heating season is almost upon us. Call Henry Oil today at 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Henry Oil. I'll tell you, 1947, Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered fuel oil, single truck operation right there on Manton Avenue. Family-run company. They are terrific. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery is Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 521 0200 5210200 online henryoil.com call them remember budget plans automatic delivery lock and cap pricing call henry oil today carmine his family serving most of Rhode island and southeastern mass call them at 5210200 well folks it's john DePietro on the september 11th and uh again i think um this is something, today is the type of day, I, I just hope that people take time and reflect on the events of what's going on out there <clears throat> and the fact of, you know, what that would mean if, in fact, you, you have people that are running for, you know, for office. All these progressives, folks, they, they do not have... Our, our best interests at heart in any way. And I, I, you know, every country has problems, but 
this business that they want to just rework. Let's go back to uh, September 11th. Here the president delivered his second set of remarks for the day. All the networks broke in, no matter what the programming was at the time. With Air Force One at risk, the press corps traveling with the president was cut to the bare minimum. Kia and others were put on a separate government plane back to D.C. I remember looking out the left side of the plane as we were getting ready to land, and I just saw this, this smolder in the air. Let me go back to the beginning. This is actually pretty good. A reporter who was with the president that day. Right here on the John DePietro Show on AM 1380. 99.9 FM. On 9-11, CBS News producer Kia Baskerville, for example, was part of the traveling White House press corps that day. And she spent the hardest day of President Bush's presidency right by his side. Wow. Kaylee Hartung spoke with Kia about that experience. Would I say it's a highlight of my career? Absolutely not. It's the most horrifying part of my career I've, I've been through so far. Um, so Kia was the television network's designated producer for President Bush's trip to Florida that day. The motorcade had just arrived at a local elementary school when news began to break. I received a phone call from our local transmission pool producer uh, who, uh, who said to me, Kia, plane has just hit one of the World Trade Center buildings. I said, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try to get whatever information I can from the administration. If I have to ask the president about it, I will. Normally, when you're traveling with the president, you're running. <laughs> and you're running, they, you know, they want to get the press in, they want to get the writers and reporters in uh, to, uh, to the actual speech site. So the president really doesn't have to wait. So, but that morning, interestingly enough, we stood outside of the school for about 20 minutes trying to figure out what's going on. The press corps was eventually herded into the classroom, but Kia got another call before the president entered the room. My phone rings, and it's actually my uh, correspondent, Mark Noller. He calls and he says, Kia, it appears as if a second plane has hit the other tower of the World Trade Center. It looks as if this is deliberate. You need to ask the president about this. And that's when I knew that there was something really wrong. Moments later, the president walked in. It was interesting. I mean, he just had, like, no expression. He was expressionless. He went on as a, as a leader should and, um, you know, greeted the children. And then it was a few minutes later when his chief of staff at the time, Andrew Card, um, you know, interrupted him. And at that point, he was being informed about the second plane hitting a World Trade uh, Tower. The president ended his session with the kids and headed for the exit. The press corps was shuffled into another room and the president gave his first address of the day. Uh, and the next thing I know, we were hustled out running faster than I think we've ever run before. I mean, a sprint to the motorcade because he was not going to wait for the press. We all came to the realization that, that we had no idea what was going to happen next. And that's when we heard that a plane had just hit the Pentagon. And, uh, and we all looked at each other and we said, you know what, the United States is under attack right now and we happen to be with the leader of the free world. That just started making me wonder, well, is it possible there's been a threat made against the president or Air Force One, which we are about to get on? On board Air Force One, just feet away from the president, the press corps did what everyone else at home was doing. They watched TV. The very first picture I saw was the World Trade Center smoking. And shortly after, I think as we started taxiing, roughly, um, 
the World Trade Center started collapsing. Kia had no idea where they were going, but after two hours in the air, it was clear they were not going to Washington. At that point, we literally demanded, we meeting the rest of the press corps there, we had to talk to someone. A guy named Gordon Jandro at the time, uh, who, uh, who came back and said, listen, it's pretty obvious we're not going back to D.C. Um, I'm not going to tell you where we're going, but once we get there, don't turn your cell phones on. No one can know where we are. Soon enough, they were on the ground in Louisiana at Barksdale Air Force Base. Here, the president delivered his second set of remarks for the day. All the networks broke in, no matter what the programming was at the time. With Air Force One at risk, the press corps traveling with the president was cut to the bare minimum. Kia and others were put on a separate government plane back to D.C. I remember looking out the left side of the plane as we were getting ready to land, and I just saw this this smolder in the air, um, and I and I saw these, you know, clouds rising, these plumes of smoke rising from uh, from what was the Pentagon. She landed at Andrews Air Force Base and headed straight back to work at the White House. I'm thinking I'm going to go home and be with my family and friends, but the day's not over. The president would address the nation from the Oval Office at 9 p.m. Minutes before he was about to go on live, uh, he ran through his speech and you know, he made it very clear that he wanted no movement, no interruption, no talking, no nothing during his speech, which, you know, obviously I can understand that. And I just looked up at him and said, Mr. President, you need to know that, that I'm going to be counting you down. So just keep an eye on me and we'll get through this. And that's kind of how my day ended was literally going, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. And at the end of his speech, today our he sat there. Again, with just, just what looked like just emotion, even though there was a lot of emotion going on on the inside. And we just let him, you know, we just let him sit there. I think he sat there for a good two or three minutes just at the desk when he finished, and, and no one moved. And he looks up at me, and I look, you know, sort of down at him sitting at the desk, and I just kind of gave him a nod, you know, as if to... As if to say it's, you know, it's going to be okay. And he says to me, nice job today. Wow. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Boy, I really enjoyed that. It's amazing. Kia Baskerville remembers 9-11. I, um, I'm still intrigued by the different, um, the different things that you just come across on a day like today. So... Um, I want to also just um, find where he, that when he spoke that emergency situation in that um, from Louisiana, which is where he was, and what what that was like because no one knew where he really was that day or at that moment I should say and that was um, I thought that was pretty dramatic and then obviously that night I mean think of that at 9 o'clock waiting around for that and then you know there was the president back in back in Washington I mean, it wasn't 
safe for him to be back there prior to that, which now just seems, the whole thing seems unimaginable. And, you, you know, you also then remember that Air Force One was not properly equipped. Um, Air Force One needed major upgrades after that in order to get everything up to speed. It had been it had been left that way in many ways by the by the Clinton. I mean, it was it was it was left that way by the uh, the Clinton White House. But but that night of uh, President Bush. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat, but they have failed. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world, and no one will keep that light from shining. Today, our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature, and we responded with the best of America, with the daring of our rescue workers, with the caring for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. Immediately following the first attack, I implemented our government's emergency response plans. Our military is powerful and is prepared. Our emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington, D.C. to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured and to take every precaution to protect our citizens at home and around the world from further attacks. The functions of our government continue without interruption. Federal agencies in Washington, which had to be evacuated today, are reopening for essential personnel tonight and will be open for business tomorrow. Our financial institutions remain strong, and the American economy will be open for business as well. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. I appreciate so very much the members of Congress who have joined me in strongly condemning these attacks. And on behalf of the American people, I thank the many world leaders who have called to offer their condolences and assistance. America and our friends and allies 
join with all those who want peace and security in the world. And we stand together to win the war against terrorism. Tonight, I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve, for the children whose worlds have been shattered, for all whose sense of safety and security has been threatened. And I pray they will be comforted by a power greater than any of us, spoken through the ages in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. America has stood down enemies before, and we will do so this time. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Thank you. Good night. And God bless America. Folks, that was uh, President Bush. 19 years ago today on this Friday, September 11th, it's 1.55 in the afternoon. This is John DePietro. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays, folks. We start at 11. We go until 2 a.m. 1380. Plug that in in your car. 99.9 FM or online at the website DePietro.com. This portion of our program, <clears throat> you know, it is a, it's so interesting to me to listen to a speech like that 19 years later and just how eloquent it was, how much it rang out. Everything he said was exactly right. And with going on in the nation right now, I wish people would reflect back to that time. And folks, again, I want to encourage you, don't listen to these people that tell us, you know, we're all racist, you're all rotten if you're white and the white privilege and America's bad and was built by racists. And I, I just, I don't believe that. I never will believe that. I don't accept that. It, it, that is not who we are. That is not what we are all about. Don't listen to them. How dare they? This Green New Deal and their progressive socialism and their d- d- disgrace. I, I just loathe them. Go to your stupid protest. My God. This portion of the program brought to you by. Hey, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Why not save yourself some money? Now, on this Friday, everyone is looking to save money. What if I told you they could save you $200 a month, $300 extra a month? A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them 401-353-9300. 353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Now, they're located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. It's Scott and Alex. And it's so simple, folks. Let them. Here's the thing. Right now, jot down this number. Ready? 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Just write that down. Three five three ninety three hundred. Now you can look for them on Facebook. They do have a website, aemazika.com. But it's very simple. Call them. Free consultation. Let them help you save money on your auto insurance or your home insurance or your business insurance, life insurance. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Make contact with them. Set up, why not meet with them? Located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Plenty of free, safe parking. Or at least call them. 
make contact. You can even say, John DePietro said you could save money. Think of them saving you $200 a month. That, that's like giving yourself a raise of $2,500 a year. AE Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 401 353 9300. It's, it's uh, 158. Good afternoon on this uh, Friday. I also want to once again remind you folks, I, um, I want you to stay healthy. I want your family to stay healthy. You have to try the incredible Akai Berry. The antioxidant, I'll tell you, it is phenomenal what this does. And what it is, is it's a blend-fueled, disease-fighting power of the Akai Berry with the most powerful fruits that we know about, unique health benefits, exceptional antioxidant properties. Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com. Now, check out their website, acacaiberry.com. You can also pick up a bottle. It's a beautiful bottle. looks like a wine bottle, but it's not. But you can pick up a bottle at It's My Health in Cumberland, or you can also purchase a Kai Berry right there at Dave's in East Greenwich. A Kai Berry. You just need a little bit, little shot glass each morning, and boom. It's amazing how it keeps you nice and healthy. You're going to love it. And it also tastes delicious. Akai Berry. Well, folks, listen, thank you for listening this week. Coming up is the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. I will be back Monday at 11. I want you to enjoy this uh, weekend. Enjoy this Friday. Remember, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can contact me. You can read all the stories, visit the shop, everything else. If you ever miss anything, go into where it says radio show and you can listen to that as well. So we will resume everything. Unless there's breaking news, I'll be doing a Facebook Live uh, and check out the Facebook page. But stay tuned. Two o'clock.